Hello, hello, and welcome to Honey Bee Love Podcast. This is your host, Sarah Ruth. Thanks for your patience as we've taken some time to get this episode out. Life is a little crazy sometimes. I don't know if you know the feeling, but sometimes things happen and it takes a little bit longer and that's okay. I'm allowing grace for myself and thank you to those who also extend me some grace. In this episode, Tony joins me again and we talk a little bit about our breakup, the time that we spent broken up, a little bit about the reasons why we got back together. There have been questions about, hey guys, was this too soon to get back together? And we talk a little bit about why this was the best decision for us. There will be a second episode that will be part two that talks a little bit about the process of us getting back together and some of the new things that we're adopting. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show and you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. If you have questions or if there's anything specific you want to hear from us, please feel free to message us and let us know. Stay tuned to the end of the episode where I give a little recap and ask a couple of questions. Thank you guys so much for joining. Remember that you are love and that you deserve kindness. Hello, handsome, and welcome back to Honey Bee Love Podcast. It's been a while since you've been on the show, so I am excited to have you back. Hey, Kitty. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. It's been a while. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. I am excited today to talk about what has happened to us in the last couple of months. Before I go into details about that, I wanted to share what happened to us when we first got back together. We had some concerns. Maybe we did get back together too soon. Maybe, you know, we had a little disagreement. It's like, maybe, maybe we can't do this. And I committed to you. I told you that I'm all in and I will do what I have to to make this work within reason, but that I was committed and that I will give it all. And then I asked you if you were committed, if this is what you were committed to, at least the process for at least six months. We're planning on more than six months, but if we give it everything we've got for six months and it's still not working, then we would call it. But we committed to each other. We committed. And I think that commitment to each other in our relationship has been validating and it's helped us remember this is what we want. So how am I going to make this work? Instead of in the past where we were like, I don't know if this is working. So maybe we don't show up as our best selves. 
but since we've been committed to each other, we're showing up like, okay, yeah, how am I going to make this work? Yeah, I think you said something important that like when we were having doubts and not feeling very strong in the relationship, we weren't fully showing up. It was good to like specify that we're making that commitment and that when that we are going to put in that energy, like just uh, saying it to each other solidified it. Totally. Let's start with a breakup. We're not going to spend too much time on the breakup because we really want to get to why we are back together. Last year, we broke up towards the end of October. We were still dating and seeing each other until about the end of November and then the beginning of December. We ended up taking a about three-week break where we didn't talk to each other and we didn't see each other. Last year was kind of a rough year for us. We had kind of a a few times where we, before we broke up for real, where we were talking about breaking up. It had been building up for a while. We both felt like we were not respected and I felt like I was struggling with trust, expressing our needs and our boundaries. Yeah, I was feeling the same way. I Looking back, we were both feeling the same type of way, which was disrespected. And like we were putting our own needs ahead of the other ones. I mean, I guess that's not always a bad thing because sometimes you have to do that. But if I felt you didn't care as much about me and I didn't care as much about you, to put it simply. Yeah, so. totally. I was yeah. feeling very hurt there were struggles that we had and some of it was with forthcoming communication i brought in my own trust issues from past relationships but there were some things that you struggled with shame around and that led you to hiding some of the things about yourself and when i have trust issues i have PTSD. So it aggravated the trust issues. And I've had a lot of lying in previous relationships from previous partners. I didn't know what was reality. I didn't know when you were being honest. I kind of assumed the worst about you sometimes. We've always had a very strong sense of love, though, very strong sense of you genuinely care about me and I genuinely care about you. We just couldn't figure out how to make it work. Definitely. I think like I never had a doubt that you loved me or that I loved you. Uh, that for sure was always clear. But definitely like the trust issues was pretty important because I was just like trying to be the best partner. So I was being ashamed of my bad qualities, my bad habits and like trying to to hide them or put up appearances to try to be like the best guy possible instead made it so that you were like caught on to that and you had you started to have trust issues and then I figured it out that okay like I needed to be more forthcoming and honest but then at that point since you were still so triggered by 
me being honest and forthcoming wasn't feeling like it was enough and I was like getting frustrated. It wasn't being recognized. Like I just felt hopeless in a way. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes from our upbringing and our past relationships and cultural influences. I struggled to ask for what I need. And as a woman, I have been a bit, okay, I'm going to do everything and overdo things. And then I'm not going to ask for what I need. And then so I'm resentful. And then when I'm resentful and angry, I'm acting out towards you instead of having a healthier balance of knowing what to ask for what I want, not doing too much, taking care of myself more. And so my anger also came out at you, which also then led you to feeling controlled and not feeling like you could have your space as well. So I was feeling like we weren't partners. It started to affect like our romantic relationship. And then I was trying to do a better job at setting boundaries, but really struggling with it. I needed more autonomy. I moved out, but we thought it was going to help our relationship and we were going to be better than ever, but we were still struggling. I moved out in April and then we broke up in October. So about six months later. Besides these two major issues of me being able to express what I need and you're not responsible to fill all of my needs. So I need to find other ways to fill my needs. And then also us being able to have clearer communication and trust. So these were the two big issues that I feel led to our downfall. And breaking up has actually allowed us to renegotiate and create a new space where we've tried so hard, but now we're on a fresh page. I'm so grateful since we've been back together. I've been so happy to be back with you because I do have a deep love for you and you're a kind-hearted, caring person. You work very hard. You balance me out. You help me relax (laughs) and chill (laughs) (laughs) because I can be so uptight, but we really wanted to make this work and spending time apart. We miss each other and I feel that you are the love of my life that I want to create a life with. And that was so hard being broken up. So what, after about three weeks of not seeing each other and not talking to each other, we hung out and I just felt good about hanging out with you and spending time with you. And it made sense for us to get back together. But we've put a lot of thought into that. We took Mm -hmm. a lot of time because we've decided if we break up again, (laughs) it's over. It's done. We're not doing this. Yeah. It may not sound, I don't know. Like, I think that some people may think that it doesn't sound like a long time. But for me, I was like thinking about it a lot. I missed you a lot. And I was felt very, very sad about the breakup. and conflicted and wishing the best for us we hung out and it was platonic platonic (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we were, like, it was for a little bit, and then we're like, let's vote. Yeah. We first started talking more to like kind of figure out what the next steps were as far as like I have some stuff that I needed to move out of your house and we had some shared finances that we needed to like fix. Tell me about what led you to wanting to get back together with me. Like I was spending a lot of time thinking about it, reflecting on it, talking to my loved ones about it. And I was talking to my therapist about it and just kind of figuring out my feelings. I really struggle with figuring out my feelings. I have like mental fog when it comes to like figuring out how to express myself. It's really, really annoying to be honest, but I did like spend some time by myself. Like I didn't uh, date anyone. It was just like, yeah, you know, how is it going to feel like just me being single and alone? I also did date other people. Like I was like, yeah, I'll go on a few dates, meet some ladies. Ladies. I wanted to see how that felt. I wanted to see if it was going to be like a fun thing, if it was going to be too hard. It ended up being fun, but I just kept thinking back about us and just like missing you and love that we had for each other. The, the love we have for each other. Like the dates I went on weren't fulfilling, like our relationship was fulfilling. That was like a big tell and kind of get like some people might think like, I needed to give it more time and I needed to be more patient. Like, sure. But here's the thing. It's like, we were together for three and a half years. We met when we were 29, almost 30. So like, I was, I, I have, I have had a long, yeah, you cougar. Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> you robbing the cradle, you milf. <laughs> milf to my dog <laughs> yeah i mean not to my dog milk of my dog <laughs> you're uh yeah you're a d-milk dog mom milk. yeah dog mom <laughs> anyways i have a lot of experience with dating with the relationships i've had long-term relationships before didn't work out i've spent a lot of time going on dates being single dating you but I, I did. I do know that the relationship that we had when it was going good is what I wanted. Having a breakup was good because it made things real for us. Like yeah. it made things real for me. Like oh man, like and it made me realize, yeah, like how much I loved you and cared about you, and how much more I was willing to try. Yeah, and I w- I wasn't quite as out of hope as I thought I was. Yeah. And I remember we had a conversation where we both took a lot of accountability of the things that we could do differently. I took accountability for being controlling and I took accountability for not always listening well. And I remember you also took accountability for sometimes being aloof and sometimes not putting Mm. enough effort in. And when we had that conversation, it was so refreshing. But what's been important is that you and I have both have not forgotten that. We haven't just gone back to the same status quo. We've both been doing our individual work. We've been doing counseling. We haven't done counseling together in a while. And I know that that's something that we want to get back 
on, but we're also doing really well of taking the things that we have learned and applied them. There was one issue that we had where I got triggered and we were trying to communicate and I got overwhelmed. And instead of it blowing up and ruining the rest of our night, I was like, okay, give me five minutes (laughs) in a heated (laughs) tone. And you gave me five minutes and I went and laid down and I self-soothed and I got myself centered. And then I came back out and we still had a lot of emotion, but we were both managing our emotions and communicating. And I remember I don't listen well sometimes. If I'm overwhelmed, I get into defense mode. And so being able to self-soothe, we were able to talk things out. I feel like we've demonstrated already that we're starting to listen to each other better and that kept going. And the the two major issues that we were having, we started to find some resolution on and we were making progress on with me saying what my needs are and you fulfilling those and allowing space for those. And you've really been forthcoming and just being your more authentic, beautiful self. And I love that. And I'm so honored that you trust me now to be a safe space for you to listen to you and to not be judgmental. I know that I sometimes have the judgmental that I get from the LDS raising, right? And the LDS faith, when you're raised a certain way, you judge other people, you judge yourselves, because you just always have to be going towards perfection. And I've been trying to make sure I'm not judging myself as harshly because I'm giving myself that love, but also giving you that love of not judging you so harshly and being easier on us. It's pushed me, Mm -hmm. right? My drive has pushed me to be where I'm at in my life with all of my accomplishments, but that's no longer working for me. So finding some softening, which you've showed me, you've showed me how to be softer on myself because you have a slower pace, which has helped me because I'm like, go, go, go. And your slower pace has helped me slow down, see I can have more downtime and I don't need to beat myself up over that. said that very well, like being accountable is so important. Like you were just accountable just, just a little bit ago saying how you don't listen well when you get overwhelmed. But yeah, that's so right that I, I'm aloof and wasn't really like putting in a lot of effort into the relationship. And I was just spending more energy thinking of other things instead of being present. One of the reasons why, and I'll be honest with the audience about this, that I don't want to share a lot of specific details about our relationship just because it's like, you know, I do want to have some privacy. I I know that people will like gossip and make judgments based on what we say on this podcast. I want to be open and honest, but protect myself a little bit from that. But one of the reasons why also I don't necessarily want to get too specific about our conflicts is because like, I feel like once we process and, and we get through a lot of our conflicts is like looking back. We just get into like dumb arguments. Totally. They're valid, but they're like silly. Yeah. And what would happen is it's all of the emotions behind it, right? It's okay. You didn't do the dishes or I didn't do this. 
And then it triggers a feeling of not being respected. We've been talking about those feelings and counseling has been really helpful for that. That's why I encourage everybody to go to counseling because it helps us even communicate what our feelings are because even though I'm a therapist and I do this every day too, and I'm more in tune with my feelings, I sometimes really struggled. I grew up where I was not allowed to have needs. I've had to learn to say even like, what do I want? What do I need? How do I ask for support? I've had a post-it note on my mirror for a long time that says, ask for more help. And I (laughs) am really bad at asking for help. I can just do it all. You need more post-it notes. I do. No, <laughs> shut up. I don't need <laughs> I uh, I don't need anything. I don't need anyone. <laughs> but breaking my foot also has been really challenging because I have to ask for a lot of help and you've really stepped up. You broke up. your foot? I did. I broke my I broke my leg, but I messed up my ankle. You've been really helpful and I had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sometimes no, I'm sorry, I, mean, I broke your foot. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to I was there when it happened. <laughs> you were doing a cool snowboarding trick and then I pushed you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everybody heard it. He admitted that's a confession. <laughs> so it's forced me to ask for help and you've shown up. There have been all of these things that we for me, breaking up was like fuck fuck, we're like, this is not happening. And when we've spent more time together, it's just like, I want you around. I want you in my life. And I will do whatever I have to do on my end to show up for you. And Mm -hmm. when I have my limitations, I'm communicating those. But we're also working on allowing ourselves more space and asking for what we need. And if we need alone time, that's okay. And so having our own space to be able to work through our own feelings has been really helpful. But, and when we got back together, I really went through the thought of like, I need to accept him in his wholeness. I need to not try to Mm -hmm. fix him. I believe in holding each other accountable, but if I'm pushing you, this is not a partnership, right? This is, it becomes a parental relationship where I'm trying to mother you and then you build resentment for me, but then I do a caretaking role and it's easy to have somebody do that. Right. Cause I remember about a year ago, we talked about that where our dynamic was not equal. I want to accept this person in his wholeness because where he's strong, it complements where I'm weak and where I'm strong. I mean, where I'm weak, you compliment that. And we have a pretty good balance and we're both willing to work on where we're at. So we have a few questions from some people that have listened to our podcast. Thanks for uh, being involved and asking us questions. The first one says, what are your tips and suggestions to keep the relationship so strong as your relationship together? And how do you get through hard times together and miscommunications that can trigger each other? Going back to what I was just saying, it's like having hope is a big part when we're feeling hopeless and when we're feeling frustrated with each other and like fed up with each other, 
we don't have the patience. We don't have the kindness for each other. What Sarah was just saying, like being fully committed, but also having hope that we're doing the right things, help us be kinder. Yeah. And when we have hope in each other and hope in this relationship, we are showing up as our best selves. But when we didn't have hope, we're not showing up as our best selves. It's like, fuck him. I'm going to have to do what I have to do on my own. But now we have hope and renewed commitment. It's like, okay, I've got to give this my best or this relationship is not going to be as satisfying as it could be. We've also have gotten a lot better at expressing our needs and then compromising and negotiating to see how we can meet those needs. I've been asking a lot more for my needs and it's also made it safer to say like, hey, I can't fill that for you right now. Hey, I don't have the capacity for that. But then we're negotiating and saying, hey, okay, you don't have time right now or I don't have time right now. But when can we make time? It's constantly compromising and negotiating and hearing, hearing the other person. We're also accepting each other for who we are. You know, we manage our lives a little bit different and then that's okay. appreciate your support. This is a labor of love for us, and we hope that it brings you something that you're seeking. Was there any point that stuck out for you today, such as trust or shame or accountability? I would love to hear about it. Message me on Instagram and tell me about it. I would also like you to consider What are you doing to support yourself or your significant other? Be gentle with yourself. When we're kinder with ourselves and focus on our strengths, it gives us the courage to be vulnerable with ourselves about what we can do better. Creating from a space of love just feels better. Our next episode will be released on March 7th at 8 a.m. That's a Thursday. And I'm going to make sure that this one is on time. We are going to be talking about the process of getting back together. We created a note to keep track of our relationship agreements and boundaries. Stay tuned and much love.